When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Space The final frontier These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise Its continuing mission To explore strange new worlds To seek out new life and new civilizations To boldly go where no one has gone before You're in a black box theater in Joshua Tree. Yes. And uh, Veronica, you're still in Los Angeles near me. Yes. What do you guys think of me hanging these back here? Oh. Like a one yeah, meter you, away I mean, from you? One meter away about? about? Um, a meter. Yeah, about one. <laughs> you got to do it. I have that, It's like a little shelf, right? Yeah. It's great because it really, I didn't expect it to be that far. And they're much bigger, again, playing with perception, much bigger than yeah, I thought they were. I'm going to need a screenshot of what's going on now. <laughs> uh, it is, yeah, I'll just cue a, you privately, Skylar, on those. But also, I have a plan to that is here. I just got my my desk for the first time in all of 2020, but this is what I want to put here. Look. Yes, That's we got cool. that at the con. Yeah, no, this one was a gift. Oh, right. Who was a little too in love with me. <gasps> you can't have that. I want to know about that. That's this podcast. I actually now. want to see the poster for this one. Let's see. Um, so, yeah. Thank you guys for helping me with my house. Our guest today, in a run of really, uh, I think, sort of scandalosity uh, in the background of Ve Veronica and I's both New York Times, we have a guest who um, we were both friends with back in New York, again, separately. That's true. Oh, that's a great... There we go. That's a good poster. That's All visual. It's a good medium for visual stuff. Um, <laughs> but he's... You may know him from his work on uh, probably most recently... The show Love It or Leave It and the Crooked Media Empire, where he is a um, the writer. You might know him as Tug. Please welcome Travis Helwig. Ooh, high tech! Thank you, everyone. Wow, that rain suddenly started. It's so crazy. <laughs> I want everyone so to know that like I rain. was unable to figure out how to record myself. If you want to know how uh, important I am to the Crooked Media Company, <laughs> 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 I've been working there for over three years. Couldn't figure out how to record myself. Well, it's you like you said <laughs> when you got privilege in the in the in the in the panic of that moment. What I loved was, was that you were with our producer and he was trying to help you figure it out, and you panically said, "I'm a comedy writer." <laughs> <laughs> That's my excuse whenever they ask me to do it anything. That seemed like it. I was like, "That is locked and loaded. <laughs> That's uh, ready to go." You want me to book a guest? No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, you're correct. It's a comedy writer is kind of just useless and weak. So you have to be like, uh, just no. I told them in my interview, I was like, I have no skill set. This is what I can do. And if you ask me to do, I did learn how to produce live shows. That was fun. But beyond that, I don't know how to do anything. That's really good. So like what this. does it take to for you to produce a live show? What do you what is the skill set that you pull out of your ass to do that? I I started being very deferential and like running and getting people drinks. And that started to be very fun. I liked the, uh, I liked the, uh, bottom aspect of that. And then, uh, I, <laughs> and then is my ring light very bright? It's a, it's no, I, I was just responding. Cause I feel like Veronica always looks like she's in like a, um, photo shoot from like early two thousands, New York when 
And I am always trying to figure out how to get to that place. Get the cheapest- I even did fucking eye makeup. <laughs> like it's not working. Well, me too. I don't, don't you think I, do? I don't have it. Um, I, I got the cheapest Ikea lamp and then I put a piece of transparent paper on it. And then oh, that's the entire the, that's time it. I'm just like. <laughs> it's just a slight squint. Wait, I'm gonna hold move on. Back. You said you introduced us as all friends in New York. Would you describe us as friends? Because I feel like I knew both of you, but I don't think um, we were friends. We have to cut to commercial. <laughs> uh, so, Travis, like, yeah, we, we maybe we're acquaintances, actually, in, in New York. And you've seen Veronica, what, once in 15 years? Yes, so, yeah, I we saw Veronica when she I'm came to do Love It or Leave It. And then I've seen her at a party maybe four years ago. But then we talk online every once in a while. Yeah. What is a party? Um, okay. What party? So the know, funnier that, right? Right one? I'm just kidding. That, I'm right? making that a joke one? about quarantine. Ugh. Really went over your head. <laughs> I, so here's the thing about parties. You can have people near you. And then when you drink alcohol, which some people do, some people don't. Mm. But then sure. you can. Um, okay. Yeah. Then you can, um, you know, enjoy yourself, which is something I haven't done in a year and a half. Mm. Same. Deeply I'm lonely started Twitch. I had all this guacamole. Look at this is a plate that's been licked. Someone had fun in that on that plate. Someone had fun. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you haven't. You're saying you haven't had fun in a year. Tell us more. Um, okay. So depression is, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, a mental illness. No, it, it's, I don't know. It's been, uh, my wife also has been working like non. She's doing a show right now and she's been working nonstop. So I'm just like alone with my dogs, uh, and currently covered in one of their, my dog's blood. Uh, I've auditioned, <laughs> I've auditioned for your wife's show three times. Oh no. Really? Oh, Why is no. it so hard to cast me? Uh, I'll, I'll ask her. Is this gonna Can be- you? <laughs> Thank you. What show is it? I'll, I'll, I might have auditioned for it. It's on HBO Max. It's tentatively called Hacks, but that's not what it's going to be called. I've been auditioned for that. I think it's going to be good. It's great. From what I've seen, it's really, really good. The jokes I'm are good. I'm sorry great. that she didn't cast you. Hey. I, don't think, I don't think your wife has all the power. Maybe I don't she think does. she has the... Yeah, she's writing, probably. She's no, the showrunner. No she could have oh. casted you. <laughs> wow. Tried to get her out of that, but no. I'll, ca- I'll cast you in something. Don't worry. Thanks, babe. I'm doing a narrative podcast that hasn't been announced yet, which I'm very excited about. Oh, that's gr- Okay. Is this a pod? Um, here is a Trex in the City exclusive. Yeah. Don't have any sound effects, but normally it would be like a Trex in the City exclusive. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're doing a, me and, do you guys know Gonzalo Cordova? Yes. Oh my God. Back in the day when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. Gonzalo is the funniest and nicest person on the planet. Like truly a dream of a man. Always supported him by talking shit about him openly at Mike's. (laughs) He was easy to make fun of. It's the best, like. It um, was a, right of, it was like basically all we, did you write material? Doesn't matter. Just talk shit about Gonzalo. And he loved it. (laughs) As long as, like, um, there's no bad publicity, is all I say. Yeah. Well, what's funny is he's gotten, he's so good, and he's much more confident than he used to be, and I get intimidated around him sometimes. He, like, knows what That's he's fucking doing, and he lays so down the law sometimes. It's great. I love to see the evolution. I mean, of the bar was in the man. ground, but, you know, it's good to hear. <laughs> Fuck. My internet connection is unstable, but that joke yeah. will have yes, landed. It's pretty frozen. Uh, I, I've only met him, like, twice, and I, every time I'm like, I like you. And that's it. He's the best. Yeah. I'm going to plug in my Wi-Fi extender. Actually, I do have wired internet, but then I'll lose my power of. I thought you were going to plug it in. Like, plug it. (laughs) I can plug it in. But Um, I'm writing a podcast with him. That's all I'm saying. And it's going to come out sometime this year. What is it about? That's fantastic. uh, What can you reveal? How are you going to not cast Veronica? Well, it already started recording. Just have me audition three times for three different characters. It's, uh, I'm not going to give away everything because I'm sure that they have some sort of uh, announcement announcement that they're going to do, but it's about a a first lady. Um, and it's like a crazy story from American history that we turned into. That's a terrible face that got frozen for Al. (laughs) Oh no. Okay. Um, But it, it's uh, historical (laughs) fiction. 
Alice, you froze in a bad face. Well, that's great. It was. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm not. Am I frozen still? No. No. Okay, so I'm just gonna stay like this. <laughs> for the rest Whoa. of the show, in case I freeze. Stunning. Stunningly beautiful. There are filters for. I'm this, already getting an eyebrow cramp. There are, but not for the. I'm on my Pixel books for the listeners at home. Uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, what happened before this uh, recording? We recorded an episode with Danny Solomon, and you might have remembered. Actually, it's next week, so you won't know this, but I'll 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 tease it. Um, we uh, were recording, and I spilled water all over my MacBook keyboard. Normally, I drive the show from the MacBook, and so now I'm. <laughs> I come to you from a pixel book and uh, don't have a lot of options here. So I'm really constrained by that, which Veronica is just delighted by. I can't even do sh- screen sharing. <laughs> it's a whole thing. I'm Any just soundboard? Like, no soundboard. Just got to use the phone or my voice. I'm doing a whole, what do you call it? That when it's like physical coconuts and stuff? Foley artist. Foley Foley artist. I have to be a Foley artist today. Or a real person. So here's the cue for the clips. You don't have to do it now, Skylar, but this will be. Oh, <laughs> that's a terrible noise. Especially... I thought maybe it would. No, stop all. No good. Okay, forget it. This is a real think? podcast, right? <laughs> you know what? Not the first time we've gotten that question. <laughs> No, no good. Okay. Um, it is a real podcast and it is really about Star Trek, but uh, <laughs> Skylar's like, maybe we do a visual? <laughs> yeah, like, I think so. Let me stop because I just, the amount of guests who've asked us if this podcast is, is real is crazy. We may have a record on our hands. Oh my god! And also, I like to say this to guests: feel free to say whatever you want. <laughs> we have a, a very rabid fan base, but they are small, and we and they don't, love us. This isn't a huge download. This isn't a huge tentpole property for Forever Dog, even though we are the original Forever Dog in LA. Um, I, have, I have to say, I, oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. No, I was going to say, I feel like, you know, uh, you guys have been doing this for so long. It's a, you, know, you haven't been cast in anything, but I wasn't asked to do this for a very long time. It's true. Everybody wants to do it. Which it's is a little no, It's like a comic comic. At this point that you haven't been on the show. We're, we're, this is the last season of Star Trek TNG. And now we're casting friends that we should have had in season two, three, four, who knows. Yeah, there's so. been a lot this season of people like, yeah, there's been a lot of people this season that have been an obvious get that we didn't do. Um, I consider you a friend because you're a friend of one of my closest friends. Who? Siobhan. I oh, was yeah. going to say it's Siobhan. My camera is also doing It keeps weird. going out of focus. It doesn't bother me because what's fun is that we get to see you get freaked out about it. We get to see uh-huh. you do. Yeah. Constantly. It's it is TikTok, like, it, it TikTok gets, girl, makeup girl. <laughs> boom. Boom, boom. <laughs> Suddenly, I do have a big butt. I would be great for TikTok because of my butt. You are on TikTok, though. I am on TikTok, but you can't, I'm can't say I'd be great for TikTok when you are on TikTok. It's funny because you are already on TikTok. <laughs> well, I think if I um, if my wife divorced me, I'd be great for TikTok, where I can wear little thongs and sell feet pictures. So you you um, need her permission, or you need a divorce for that? Wow. I, um, I think I would need permission to, um, sell feet pictures. I do think I would, I would at least want to tell her I'm doing it. Captain, permission to sell feet pictures. <laughs> um, so we always ask this of new guests that have never been on the show before, but, um, Travis, you are a newbie to Star Trek, especially the next generation or all of Star Trek. This Which is the one? first episode I've ever seen. Of any Star Trek property. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I love this. So we've got a total noob. Let's do some sound effects here. Let me look something up here. Okay, this is where my confession sucks. Your confession? I have a confession to make. Go. Oh. Earlier today, um, (laughs) I didn't expect that to be the start of it. Okay, I got home, and and so last night I had a nightmare where there was litter from cats in my mouth. I know. 
And it was just the, the dust part, you know, it was not like clumps or anything, but there were clumps <laughs> all over my house and I kept giving shit. So I have a lover right now and there's my husband. And so I kept giving shit in the dream. I kept giving shit to both of them that no one was locking the doors and no one was picking up any litter. And I woke up screaming no in the middle of the night. So I got home from my escapade and then I told my husband that I was doing that, that I had that dream. And he's like, it's so funny you're so obsessed with cleaning because I'm the same, but about order and you're not organized. And I was just like, so fucked up about it because I am so organized. You have no idea. But I'm always like on a project. So most of the episode, I heard it. Can you hear my cats? No. Okay. They're just like, my male cat is trying to fuck the female cat and she's just hissing really loud. <laughs> like... It sounds like a cartoon downstairs. Okay, so I was so upset about it that during the 35 minutes I had to finish the episode, I was just like frantically picking up shit up from everywhere because the house was a mess and it was my fault. So I was revenge picking shit up so I could only hear it as a radio show. So I don't have, uh, I, I don't recall any images from this episode, just so you know. I, okay, I will great. tell you that Nikolai is... Veronica barely watched the episode. <laughs> All right, that works. Because I was revenge fixing my house. I took notes because I was so nervous that I would forget things. Yay. Oh, my God. Well, so let's start with something. That's this great. That's first... what's great about having a noob sometimes. Yeah, someone has to get keep this ship, you know, afloat. Um, <laughs> you, you, you've never watched any Star Trek? So what no. were you familiar with before you So why did you do the show? <laughs> Well, I like both of you. You're both very nice to me. And uh, again, deeply lonely. So I'll do anything. You ask me to do anything any night of the week, I'm around. Um, and these are the, re the reasons why I like people. Um, I, so I knew, I mean, I obviously knew the actors. I, do, I don't know the difference between things like Next Generation and Discovery or, or whatever they, they're called. Yeah, okay. That's okay. Um, I... I was like, that guy's not William Shatner. Uh, right. <laughs> so you were kind of expecting that, yeah. Yeah. But uh, you knew I used about to Patrick to William Stewart. Shatner's music. I knew Patrick Stewart. Um, you know that Patrick Stewart, did you know any names? Like Captain Picard, Picard right? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then... Spock, maybe? I knew Spock, uh, who wasn't in the episode, right? No, he wasn't in this episode. He's actually from a different... That He is an original series. So when you did not see William Shatner... Um, William Shatner and Spock were they worked on the same ship, so that's like a totally different series. Even though they worked on the first Enterprise, yeah. But there's a guy in this one that they kind of try to make look like Shatner. Who? Will the Riker, guy with the goatee? Riker. Yep. William Riker. You got that vibe. Yeah. They meant that for you, my boyfriend. He's. Yeah. I do like. I do like his. Um, his energy. His energy Freaks. is very... Yeah. yeah. He's sassy. Uh, so, yeah, he's good. That's why he's my boyfriend in reality. It's not because yeah. he's a hot man. If anyone could be a hot man. Anyone? I mean, some can't. <laughs> Eric I mean, Trump. <laughs> Do I look like I mean, Eric Trump? Sometimes I worry I look like Eric Trump. Wait, who are you? I thought we had. I thought this was an Eric Trump get. <laughs> God damn it! When I shave, I do. Um. Yeah, I guess you know anybody could be handsome. Just spend a week with Veronica in Veronica's handsome man trailer, where she makes over guys. Um. It's called Vero I for whatever guy. For whoever. And <laughs> Bravo has passed <laughs> on picking that show up. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app.
So this episode is is late season, um, late, late, late in this series, which means that you got a good episode because a lot of people we tried to feed Star Trek to and they've never seen it before. We gave them early episodes when it was just okay. Half I the liked time. it a lot. And this episode is a better one. So, okay. Tell us first impressions before we talk anything about it. I liked how, um, I liked how like clean the narrative was like from a, from a, a newbie perspective, I could pick up everything immediately. No problem. Uh, it's a, it has the exact same structure as sex in the city, which is you re- you <laughs> see the journal and then you go into the, it's like, here's what we're going to deal with. And we'll tell you in the first few seconds of the episode in a voiceover. And then they, you see it. Uh, and I also like like the yeah, philosophy the problem. Like, I of had it. to wonder. Yeah, you, so you came straight to the core of uh, of so many Star Trek episodes and or Star Trek, um, I guess the Star Trek world in general, which is the Prime Directive, which is yeah, what the is leading. That? Okay, um, so the Prime Directive is something that the the, the federation. <laughs> the federation. I'm never going to do that again. Established. It's not doing it. That um, when they started exploring space, they decided that it was wise not to interfere with other cultures, specifically and especially if they haven't developed warp speed. So that means that they're not evolved enough to like know about aliens or other species. But in general, uh, species don't uh, get in the way of the natural evolution of a, a society or a planet or a race or whatever. They had to draw and the they line break it somewhere. all the time. And they're always dealing with having to break it for some reason because there's always like a moral problem that or like uh, rescuing someone or or someone falls in love or there's a scientific reason, whatever. So it's it's a good like premise for a lot of episodes, including the show in the 60s. Uh, and yeah, it's just like a recurring thing because it deals with right. like. What is our place in this in space? Like how? So their mission being to explore the galaxy and find out about stuff. They also have this other thing guiding that, which is a principle that like whilst they can go explore and do whatever they want and find new alien species, they have to not mess with those species if it would drastically change the evolution the of the species. Of the planet. Like if all of a sudden we as a culture found out about aliens. So like right now, us they, on Earth, yeah, like the human race right now could be, um, aliens could just be flying by all the time. And because if they had the prime directive, they wouldn't come down and, or they wouldn't make themselves known to us because I'm we don't have warp they speed. Yeah. They maybe saw Hitler yeah. do everything and they were like, mm. that's the thing. Uh, okay. So here, having known nothing about the prime directive and watching this episode, I was like, the prime directive sucks. They yeah. should save these people's lives. <laughs> it doesn't make sense that they're making Nikolai the bad guy this. I mean, they also made him like a sex creep. Like, yeah. <laughs> there was no reason to make him a sex creep. Yeah, but Star Trek makes a lot of people a sex creep. Okay. Yeah, there was just a pregnancy story. <laughs> it's also, a victim of its own time They've in a lot each of ways. violated the Prime Directive so many times just because they're horny. Or yeah. whatever, you know, it's crazy. Well, that's also what was, I mean, I don't know what, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but Worf, right? That's his name. He was, yeah. he was going to fuck someone too, or like, at least he was tempted with it and thought about it. And then when his brother did it, he was like, how dare you? Yeah. And it's like, but you were going to fuck, man. Well, the prime what? directive, in, nowhere does the prime directive say you can't think about fucking somebody. I see. I see. It's abstinence. It's not puritanical thought control, Travis. Mm. So the difference between Star Trek and Star Eric. Wars is that these guys are not. Sp- God damn it! <laughs> these guys are not space cowboys. They're they are scientists and they're diplomats. And there's a lot of like slow episodes just because they're just discussing moral ideas or whatever. But they still all have like a little bit of fucking. Yeah, yeah they fuck horny around. Cowboy. Yeah, it's they space. do. They're gonna yeah. fuck. It's like the prime directive is like, fuck around, but don't let them find out. Right. Yeah. the horniest. Is another way of saying it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, the, yeah. So the prime directive was developed. Oh, I don't remember. Do you remember Vera when it happened? Like when they decided, I think they covered it in discovery. Now discovery, the new series on CBS, CBS all access, access is a prequel. Like the first 
iteration of the Federation that we know. And it's so it was even before, all of them. so even before, um, uh, Captain Kirk is when, which was bold because the technology bold. in Captain, Captain Kirk, it all looks like dioramas. And then this one is the uh, Star Trek discovery is like, just like yeah. the most, the most. And then <laughs> 10 years later, they're like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, J.J. Abrams, very, like, everything's hovering in midair. And then in William Shatner's version, it's like everything's, like, made of cardboard. So it's like they went to a very bespoke Even in this <laughs> one, I was like, era. it's crazy that this spaceship has carpet. There's so much carpet on this spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> Pain to clean. I think that's why the show... The lower decks exist. We always talk about the employees of the start, the spaceship is having to deal yeah. with like cum stains and who <laughs> yeah, knows. Yeah, because they did, did cover the holodeck on this episode um, a little yeah. bit, but the holodeck is basically a place where you can go construct any reality with characters. And so basically you have to imagine that Riker goes there to fuck all the time. Yeah. What a cool device. And it's but- full of liquids. <laughs> It's a VR, like, like a full VR room. It's a There's full a VR lot room. There's um, Sherlock Holmes episodes or like yeah. um, uh, cowboy episodes. Who knows? Yeah, you have to imagine Rikers walking out of it sometimes like, who? Just like. <laughs> you know, do oh. not go in there. <laughs> it's arrows all over the place. Like, <laughs> And then the people have to clean I it like up. I like you saying do not go in there as if he stinks terribly after <laughs> Yeah, well, you don't know what kind of sex he's doing, you know? Yeah. You might have intergalactic Boston steamers all over the place. (laughs) Do they have Uh, Boston in Star Trek? They have San Francisco. It's called Boston. It's actually an M-class planet, Boston 3. Um, (laughs) They're racist there, too. They're so racist. (laughs) Uh, They're like, like, oh, we need warp capability there? (laughs) Warp? (laughs) I'll give you a fucking warp. Um, Already sounds like a racial slur. That does. Good. That's good. Yeah, it's true. So uh, this episode deals with war- it is a wharf heavy episode, but it's one of the better wharf episodes where they give him somewhat of a personality. Mm-hmm. Usually, he's just like, "Can I blast something?" Um, but this episode, and they're like, he had "No, the- that's our ship. It's just an image." In the very first episode where they had wharf, actually, he was like took out a phaser and pointed it at the screen, the view screen. And he was like, fuck you. And he was about to blast. And the captain was like, are you going to shoot the screen? Like, Mr. Warf, <laughs> like they made stand him down. And he's super like- dumb in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get dumb from him. I got a little no. puritanical. No, he's they're not. finally giving Worf some, you he's know, evolved, gravitas. He's evolved a lot from, from yeah. the beginning, but there is like, um, there's an entire YouTube montage of, of, uh, Worf being said, being told, no, it's Just called like, Worf gets shut down. Worf, you could yeah, play that, Skylar, if you want to find it. We could watch it. Um, just because uh, Travis is new to all of this. Uh, but Worf also, in this episode introduces. Uh, but will you just send it to Skylar because yeah, he's the one sharing the screens and will be the ones sharing the screams of delight? Yes. <laughs> Wow, this is a real podcast. Thank you. I feel so. <laughs> I was waiting for it. To, for it to validated turn. right now. Uh, yeah. So this is the first time. It's heading. I think not, Mister Worf. I recommend we go in. Oh, he looks better with stations. facial hair. I appreciate your advice and concern. This is not the time for rash actions, Captain. This may be our only chance. No. Obviously, the pregnancy must be terminated <laughs> for the safety of the ship and the crew. Worf, you can't assume the intent was belligerent. Recommend we go to yellow alert, sir. Why? <laughs> Explain. Uh. Sorry, sir. Recommend we fire a photon torpedo, <laughs> Captain. Negative. Wolf. But, sir, it could be a dangerous mission. There may be the potential for combat. That is not the purpose of the mission. Still, to die a true hero. Worf. You've made your point. Deploy shield, sir. Hold fast. Commander. <laughs> so well edited. There's just like millions, millions of no's. He gets I couldn't denied. believe it was 15 minutes long because each of those clips is three seconds. <laughs> so welcome now you know. to being a Star Trek fan. Yeah, he gets um, shut down a lot. 
Uh, but he makes the weirdest suggestion. So we don't. It, it. They set him up for failure just like that. Yeah, he's like to die a true hero, and everybody's like. Nobody wants to die now. What? It's not part of what's going on at all. So a little bit of trivia. Where do you think the 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 location was here in the, L.A.? Which, which, oh. which downstairs? The downstairs location. Okay. Wait, oh, downstairs? by the way, da- Veronica refers to the planet as downstairs. Mm. The ship is upstairs. Um, well, a lot of it was in a cave, right? So it was a little hard to... Yeah, but when they exited the cave. I know my guess. Where? where, Alice. Griffith Park. Bronson Canyon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's always somewhere there. Just our neighbors. It feels like that's the only place they could do it, right? For sure. And then there's Vasquez Rocks a little bit further up. Um, The episode opens with um, them introducing a brand new person that nobody's ever spoken about before, which is Worf's foster brother <laughs> so i'm gonna tell you another like unusual thing is that this is the very first episode where Worf doesn't have his klingon makeup so this is kind of an unusual yeah episode. he looks really good and handsome so that's um you can uh, go to the cold open observer analysis mr data the planet's atmosphere is dissipating sir intense plasmonic reactions are destroying it The stratosphere is already breaking down. There are turbulent radiation storms across much of its surface. He's so confused. I estimate that the planet will be uninhabitable in less than 38 hours. The distress call came in only four days ago. Why would Dr. Roshenko have waited so long before sending it? Atmospheric dissipation is a rare and essentially unpredictable event. They're like monitoring Earth after Trump took over? Dr. Roshenko may not have had sufficient warning. What was that? dissipation effect is generating plasmonic energy bursts. Is there any danger to the ship? I do not believe so. However, we may experience intermittent plasmonic. system failures and power surges as a result. Keep an eye on it. Mr. Wolf, any luck? There is still no response to our hail, sir. I'm attempting to scan the observation post. It could be hurt. Maybe he can't respond. Well, sensor interference is significant, <laughs> but the post appears to be intact. Their power grid is still functioning. However, I am reading no life forms within the structure. It's not like him to leave the post, especially under these circumstances. Captain. Yeah, okay, so why do they know anything about Nikolai? They're like, so, they're like, oh, that's not like him. Wait, who is this guy? You've never spoken (laughs) to him about him ever before. But I like how Riker's like, he could be really hurt. And it's like, well, his brother's right there. <laughs> this is a fun to, thing to, to uh, think about because, so at this point, Travis, we know so much about Worf, his son, the mother, his baby mama, his parents on Earth, his brother, he lost his honor, his dad, how did he die? Like, we know so much about Worf. And this is new flash that he has like a human brother. Yeah, it's, a fo- is- it's a foster brother, right? So is his... Yes. Is he adopted or is this brother? He's adopted. adopted. So Worf was adopted by a Russian a couple. Russian couple. So he was in the Battle of Kitomer, which is a Klingon battle, and his dad got killed, and he got separated from his brother. So these like human Russian couple that w- that were in that planet at the time just took him in, and they had a lot of trouble raising him because he's a fucking Klingon. Um, and then he eventually went to be the only Klingon in the entire Federation, which is weird because Star Trek, the, the one from the 60s, the entire premise of everything and the bad guys were the Klingons. They were at war. So now in TNG, this war is past us. And now there's even a Klingon inside dead. of the Federation. No, they're yeah. like pretty much alive and just doing oh, their Oh, I thought the Federation thing. was like the universe, but the Federation is the... the um... Earth founded. The, the army. Yeah. It's a military. It's like Earth, Earth based, but it's a, it's a universe or based. galaxy wide. Um, founded by Space Force. It's, it is. It's based in San Francisco. <laughs> it actually is. It's right next to the blue bottle. The aliens like getting the fish tossed to them. Founded yeah. by the tech bros. Yeah. It's founded by tech presents. bros. It's, it's right next to the original Phil's. 
coffee. <laughs> and uh, everyone's just playing Pokemon Go everywhere. <laughs> That's what I think of San kind Francisco of. is Pokemon Go. Um, and there's uh, so it's like the Earth founded it and then spread it throughout the galaxy. So like there's all sorts of species that like eventually decide to enter the Federation. So you can like get into the Federation if you have a certain moral principle. Like if you're like not evil, badass jerks, you could be like, we want to be in the Federation because it gets you into the club of like you can trade and you can use their um, technology and basically have help so it's very like imperialistic and um wait are you guys we're making fun of your face (laughs) (laughs) did i freeze again (laughs) but you looked good this time we were trying to match your face you were smiling you were like (laughs) (laughs) but it's like you guys don't freeze i can't tell when i'm frozen was just signaling Travis. I'm going to turn my video off. No, it's You guys fun. don't deserve this. So, uh, basically, they're imperialists. So, like, a lot of people in this uh, in the Star Trek universe have pointed out, like, oh, it's like a, it's like a glorified humans-only club. Like, you got to be a certain kind of species to enter the Federation. And if you're not down with the principles, you can't really be in the Federation. And it's kind of been called out throughout this series. So... Don't worry. Okay, good. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Time's up. Time's up, Federation. It's time we gave Worf the ship. So Nikolai is like fucking just like, like he's like a guy who's stuck. He's he's basically stuck on a Federation outpost and he's been monitoring this species without them knowing that he's a human. They think he's just one of them. And so he's like doing research, but he became really close to them. And so he decided like, uh, I'm just going to like live with them and hang out with them. And, um, I want to save them because they're my friends. Um, which all seems okay to me. I know that the prime directive is, is says no, but that doesn't seem crazy. If he wants to gentrify the planet. And he does. If you want so, to the yeah, he wants to build a um, Jenny's. So <laughs> you can go to the, the next clip. The entire federation are gentrifiers. That's what they do. They that's what they do. Like, yeah. Take over and that's it. Nicola is, good- is dressed like an 80s businesswoman. Like <laughs> he looks really cool. Is yeah. there any good coffee on this planet? Frankly, that's part of the tricks in the city part is that we just care about the fashions in the show because they're so fab. They're good. His outfit they're rules. Really yeah. He's got like a weird blazer that's got a fancy it's, cut the, on. The- yeah. He looks like somebody to be friends with Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> like how much you know about sex in the city. That outfit's in style. You realize right your now. career is finished. It is. I know that, Captain. And I would do it all again. What do you expect us to do now? You have left us with a colony of Baralans who think they're still on their own planet. I didn't beam them up without a plan. I've given this a lot of thought. I think we can find a new planet, an M-class world, that can be their new home. A home which would look very different from Baral. You can't really believe that they'll be fooled. That's where the holodeck comes in. I'll go back and tell the Baralans we're going on a journey to a different place where they'll be safe from the storms. The holodeck can gradually change the terrain as we travel so that in the end, the holodeck simulation will match the conditions on the new planet. Then we'll simply beam them down. What if it doesn't work? What if they become aware that something strange is going on? Captain, I can't prepare for every contingency, but I assure you I'm accustomed to thinking on my feet. I'll deal with the situation as it evolves. This guy. Oh my god. I'm the not enthusiastic gall. about this plan. But I don't see that we have another option. Very well, let's give it a try. Thank you, Captain. <laughs> this is very Bernie Sanders. Okay, um like I feel like if a woman did it <laughs> they'd be like, no, <laughs> we're not doing that. You beamed That's- up a planet? <laughs> What? <laughs> um, very <laughs> Carrie, <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw. You beamed up a planet. Um, 
I so go ahead. When I was younger, I want to say I was in middle school. I became convinced I was in the movie The Truman Show, and for mm-hmm. a year, I had what is now called Truman Show syndrome. Didn't I? Don't think it had a name then, but it was like a real mental illness where Wait. you convince yourself you're in a TV show. And I, this is what happened to that planet is exactly what my nightmare was, which is that I'm secretly on a soundstage and everyone's lying to me. Oh my God. This is, this actually happened to you? So. Oh yeah. Were you treated? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm treated now for things, but at the time I just had to uh, realize that that's not how the world works. How old were you? I think I was in seventh grade. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, sorry, I don't know your journey, but it does sound like, okay. It ended up being harmless. Okay. Yeah. If you're going to have like a a thing where you're stressed about shit. It just is narcissism, I think. It's the most egomaniac thing you can have. (laughs) Seventh graders are egomaniacs. uh, Truman and Travis, very similar names. I thought it was a movie about me. (laughs) The Travis Uh, Show. (laughs) The Travis Show. Um, Did anybody ever say to you, like, how boring is this show? <laughs> it, I would see clues every. It truly was like, like, I, I'm embarrassed to say this out loud because it sounds truly schizophrenic because it was. But the, uh, like, I would see, I would be like, well, another clue. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like real QAnon shit, but just in my brain. <laughs> well, that's where QAnon shit lives. Yeah. In people's brains. But I don't know if we want to use the word brain so, so loosely. <laughs> I love, Q- I love QAnon shit, not the consequences Ugh. of it, but just the idea. Of, I don't know the entire. I'm obsessed thing, with it too. It just makes me laugh. I like it. I'm just like, you go, you go think differently. But then it just it carries actual consequences. Think different, and then it's like okay. What's great is that like if if their worldview was real, all of us would know about it. Like, because we work in L.A., that means that yeah. we're and as, like I work in politics, sort of like I would definitely know about the, the blood drinking and the pedophilia. Right. It's just crazy that like my friends, parents who believe in this think that I'm in. on. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally true. Like the, and they that's another reason, you know, they don't believe because they try to drill you about it. Murder us, maybe. And they don't, that's the thing somebody said, Alan Watson said, like, people don't really believe in hell. If they did believe everybody was going to spend eternity burning alive, they'd be like raving in the street. They wouldn't be just like, well, you're going to hell. Like, they wouldn't just be so cavalier about that reality. But it's real. I do. I do drink child blood. And I believe in hell. So uh, (laughs) the next clip is my favorite part of the episode, which is when they're in the um, fake ass, like reality they've created. And this guy is just like, I oh no, the scrolls. So this guy's making these scrolls. First of all, very condescending. Cause Worf's like, uh, in my culture, we just tell stories. And he's like, stories are not good. I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> but then he's like, oh shit, I dropped one of the scrolls. So he has to go back. So this is that scene. Go. I return quickly. Yay! That's it. Actually, I, the best part is before he drops it when he's like, um, you can go maybe rewind a little bit because I like when he's like telling him how important these scrolls are. Okay, there. When, when was a this shot? Um, 89, maybe? 92? 92. Um, let me see. Look at him go. Look at him go. He knows. This was um, first aired in 94, but it was shot. Because is that kid what is this? who's the guy who figures it out? That I'm guy. Is that the guy from uh, the, the Santa Claus? The, the cool <laughs> elf? You know what I'm talking Doesn't about? Your village keep a chronicle? It was filmed no. in this matter. Uh, how do you teach your children their history? Who their ancestors were, where they come from? We tell each other stories. Make up songs. Stories change with each person who tells them. This. Okay. This will always be the same. Our chronicle has been maintained for 17 generations. Oh, it's one of those, like, uh, Mexican games. I was only able to save the last six. (laughs) You know? (laughs) This 
shows the destruction of our village. This is you and Nikolai leading us to safety. Half a Torah. He's like, so you're going to preserve this? You're not going to redo it ever? This is we me explaining leave. scrolls to Gather you. your belongings. Cluck, 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 cluck. So, <laughs> cluck, 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 wood. One of the scrolls I think it's the guy, the guy from the Santa Claus. Passageway. I'll go find it. So here's this... Here's the thing to me. Uh, he's like, together. he's like, oh, these scrolls are like the most important thing to our entire culture. And I'm the keeper of the scrolls. NBD, kind of important. And Worf's like, okay, whatever, let's leave. And then he's like, fuck, I dropped one. Well, <laughs> maybe if they're the most important thing to your entire society, don't just like be like, what is he walking down the path with like, whoops, like put him in a thing. Like if you lost one, that's gone. You get some Tupperware, up. man. Like, get a big like, tub. It's get a fucking sterile. Go down to ho- go to Home Depot. Get a sterilite. Um, Home goods sponsored even. by sterilite. It's and it might not be the lid color you're looking for, but it'll be cheaper. But he just does not. Like he just is like, oh, I have to go back and get it. Which I'm so annoyed by that they let and so they let him go. And of course. He just discovers the, digital the rest pool. of the ship. I love he that just, he is unable to speak the moment he stumbles into the ship. He's like, he's, I guess it would be, I don't know, if I discovered the Truman Show was real while I was in it, I think I'd be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be silent. You'd be like, what the fuck? If yeah, I actually would be, I think I would be relieved. I'd be like, oh. Everything was just justified. Thank you so much. I'd be like, okay, okay, I'm not crazy. I don't know. I'd just be relieved. You'd be the one who were like, I fucking knew it. Yeah, it's the simulate. It's the I same thing as people it. think we're in a simulation. Do you I, guys I think we're in a simulation? Be, I don't even. At this point, I don't even care. Yeah, I'm just wondering I'm who's just watching. So this Prime Directive, like every Prime Directive episode, makes me think. Who's watching that could help? Like, who could be helping or trying to fuck me? Like, who is out there? <laughs> That's what helping means, right? Could, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I'm deeply lonely. During 2020? Yeah. Sure. Maybe. Maybe um, bring me some food that I didn't cook myself. In a, like, in a, in a, a FEMA drop situation. Like in the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're rooting for you. I like that. I like that Nikolai goes. I wrote down this quote because I was like, I like this. He was like, I refuse to be bound by an abstraction. It's like, yeah, me too, man. Yeah. <laughs> that rules. <laughs> and then, uh, as is the nature of all things, what that means for him is that he just gets to be a sex creep. <laughs> <laughs> Monogamy whenever any guy is outdated. says, whenever a white guy says, I refuse to be bound by an abstraction, I'm like, steer clear of that one. Yeah. Sure. He's got his hands somewhere. <laughs> what is age that justification anyway? sounds a little intellectualized. <laughs> what is age? <laughs> age is why I don't get cast, oh, Tristan. No. Um, so <laughs> that's why Jen didn't cast either of you. Too old. She's like, ew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just popping it. No. Yeah, so he has sex. So, so uh, Nikolai has had obviously. I did you not call this from the beginning when he was chilling with that lady with his arm around her? It's like, oh, you are you banged her. That's why wow. you have to save this species because you're like, which is very bust. Like it feels like a narrative from The Departed. <laughs> My wife. I don't. I still think they should have saved those people. They just didn't have to lie to them. They should have just put them on the ship. Well, the idea, though, is that then this culture that was developing normally suddenly knows that there's space aliens all over the place and they stop having their own mythology for imagine, explaining stuff. Imagine people like Earth, 1300s. Everyone's wearing that, like, metallic mesh. and Everyone. <laughs> it's a hot item. Babies wear it. It's a hot piece. And then suddenly a bunch of aliens come and they're like, yo. We, it would have been chaos. 
In that oh, situation, though, Earth is destroyed, is about to be destroyed. So I think if like the if the if the discussion is between not existing and shell shock, I would go for shell shock. But they were burning the, witches. The, the prime mm. directive, and I'm not defending it. It's a blunt instrument for dealing with the space exploration. Like much like Prozac is a blunt instrument for dealing with depression. It doesn't work on all people, but it's like, you know, we got to do something. So it's like, this is their kind of borderline rule. And if they all follow it, things generally go fine. If they were just like, you know, intruding on species all over the place and making them aware of things they weren't ready to be aware of, that's, you know, would create some sort of intergalactic chaos. But planets fully get destroyed. Like, happens a lot. And then they've seen like like, um, Luxana Troy. She was she fell in love with a man who had to commit suicide at 60 because that was their culture and they try to interject. And he was like, it's what I have to do. I can't dishonor my family. And he couldn't imagine living past 60 because it would have been like so against his shit. And they had to just let him fucking kill himself. Like his daughter came to the ship like stop fucking around with her fucking shit. Yeah, she did. He was considering it. He was like, I might maybe 61. And she, and yeah, his she her da- like, his daughter came on board the ship and was like, "Dad, kill yourself. You do not do this to us." <laughs> yeah, this was a good one. There's a lot this of good something ones I've in always there. wanted to say. The show um, this show is fucked up. Yeah, man, <laughs> this I is love fucked it. Up. That's why it, it's so great. I do like that it's like a philosophical problem each episode. That's fun compared to Star Wars, yeah. which is literally just like let's just drink and shoot. Pew pew pew. That's what's yeah. great about it. It's like. It's Star Wars, Star Wars is, is like a cowboy. morality play in space Dick. with Dick lots of good fight scenes. And it's they get compared all the time, but I think it's really not it's not apt because this is not a kid's show. This is totally different. This is like yeah. Twilight Zone shit, you know, but it's like just comforting. It's amazing. No show it, is like Star Trek. It was very easy to watch, too. It was yeah, like just, it, it's very um you get sucked in and then it goes like it's very clean. It's almost like a detective story when you're like reading a simple detective book. You're just like, yep, going to follow this story through. Yep. But yeah, like yeah. a good detective story. I don't read a lot of detective stories. Yeah, I, I was like, which ones? What are these stories you're reading? <laughs> Tom Bosch. Clancy? Mainly Bosch. Fuck. Yes. Love Bosch. I did start reading some Bosch during quarantine. So into and, Bosch. But then I was very into it. And then all of the anti-cop stuff started happening. And I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I hate cops. He sucks. Hey, Bosch. Yeah. <laughs> Titus Welliver was in a real position because he's Bosch, which it's a fallacy, right? That like these cops on these TV shows, like those cops, the boots, the boots, like the, you know, ones in those shows, because we always see the detectives, right? But like yeah. the cops in the shows, they're usually pretty cool too. But like that isn't a thing. They don't hire people that are like, com- if you're a compelling person, <laughs> They don't hire you. They they actively hire real. you. They won't hire you if you like score too highly on tests. I know. I know. I have I did a TikTok about that because it happened to my friend who is now just does construction because he just is a cool dude who wanted to help his community and they didn't hire him. Um and it's just cuz he was like went to college or something. <laughs> he just like didn't like yeah, you won't fit in. It's like fit in with what? Ignorance? But, but- I wish I could watch Bosch is what I'm saying. I do. I'm still watching Bosch. The thing is is crazy. Bosch. The thing is crazy to me is like Mm. they don't pay detectives what they pay cops. Is that true? Either they don't pay them. I think it's maybe they pay them more, but the budgets for what they get to do is so much less. That's so stupid. the, The cops get tanks and like military shit. And all this money. And detectives are like, can I get some thread so I can make a murder board? And they're like, mm, out of pocket. A murder board. A conspiracy board. Yeah, a cue board. So that's my spiel about that. Well, Skylar um, says that I believe they're much better paid, but their departments may not have the same funding. Hmm. What do you have to say about that? I've been Skylar explained. I'm just kidding, wow. Skylar. You're off the hook for everything. I love you. Again. No. <laughs> never. Never, Skylar. Never. I'm so Skylar explained. Every time he chats, my screen is Skylar spreading. Uh, it <laughs> pops up. Yeah, he's taking a lot of real estate. In I the, do not explain. <laughs> Skylar is 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 our producer. I, I do not explain. Very treasured. Yeah. He's and very. He was very not mad at me 
for You've fucking been openly up my welcomed audio. into the coven. <laughs> so don't worry, Skylar. You have a place at the coven. Um, it is my pleasure to say <laughs> this has been a wonderful time with you. I can't Travis. believe that's the whole thing. <laughs> what what else do you me. need? What else do you I, need, well, Travis? <laughs> what have I, we not given you? All I'll say is I wrote detailed notes because I, I was like, are we going to go? Notes. Tell us. No, tell no, us. No, no, no. I, it's more so, it's not anything interesting. I was just like, I got to remember with people's names and I got to remember like what this is. But I'm it was just curious. like, well, I did write that action versus non-action is also every episode of The Crown. So I think it's in good company. It's, it's uh, up there. It's diplomacy yeah. and slow yes. talking and cinematography. I love The Crown. I love The, I love the Crown too. Um, I haven't, I haven't fully d- d- dove, dive, divin, d- divin, divin. I haven't fully divin into the last season. <laughs> no, it isn't divin. Sorry. I don't know why. Don't and I wanted to see Lady D, but I don't know. I, she just says, oh gosh, and then goes and barfs. <laughs> I like, what's her name? Margaret Thatcher, though. She really makes a choice. Oh, yeah. Boy, she's she so good. made that choice. And then, um... <laughs> They're like, do I you want to maybe like- give it, give us an eight or a seven? And she's like, how about a 12? <laughs> okay. And you go and watch, you watch videos of Margaret Thatcher and it's like, she didn't sound like that at all. What do you do? <laughs> really? That's great. Not, I mean, a little bit, but it's like, it's like an SNL parody of. <laughs> it's like, it's a lot. I didn't like the, 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 like, um, how they pre- introduced Lady D. I was like, all right. I know she died, but you can. Tone it like down the quirkiness. I don't know. Her like running in the outfit. Like in the, a, mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like, okay. I didn't love this season. A lot of people loved it. I wasn't as into it. Yeah, really. me too. I like, I like, uh, first, I like Claire Foy being like, mm-hmm. I like, I like. <laughs> love Claire Foy. Hard to top. Glad they got Olivia Coleman because Claire Foy was going to be hard to top. Yeah. But I also feel like Elena, um, Elena was this, the, 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 season two upgrade yeah but, but now also, she's in it and they don't know why she's just around now yeah she is just around which is sad because that's kind of the princess Catherine's like story yeah maybe that's right Matt Margot princess margaret like i that's love kind of i love her princess life margaret um the tragedy but, of being like primed to be in the spotlight the casting of charles though is a Hot. absolute he's like, hot man ridiculous mm-hmm. like it's a hate crime how hot that actor is versus because i'm like maybe charles was okay when he was younger uh-uh no he was every, never uh-uh. okay and every time he got i that see incest that incest face yeah <laughs> have you seen his sausage fingers <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you have I know, to Tyler, I know skylar knows exactly what we're talking about you have you to see share it prince, if you want prince charles's current hand fingers Oh no! Maybe I don't want to. Mm, it's I feel, you I feel like Nikolai also it's has incest, fingers. It's incest fingers, and then uh, so but yeah, every time every scene that the actor is there, I'm like, it hurts. It hurts, it hurts. my heart and something inside of me, and also Ooh, he's so hot. Yeah, my brain. But then Oof. it's like, a lot of why people on that show are hot though. But he's he's tell like, us your hottest top t- top two hottest I'm top trying to two. Remember. Who I, I forget their names. I'm very into um, uh, uh, who's like the sister who's fucking uh, in the most recent season or the, in season three. She's fucking Camilla's husband. What's that? Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? No, you're like, <laughs> like know, extra I'm, number three. No, that's she's a, yeah, what's her name? Deep, deep. The crown season. Charles Hans. Charles Hans. Wait, let me see. Oh, no. Oh, no, these fingers. <laughs> they're like baby carrots. Mm. Yeah. Or you, bigger I, they're, carrots. They're medium no, carrots. full-grown adult carrots. <laughs> <laughs> they're carrots and my dog's penis combined. Those are farmer's with a market ring. carrots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, what's that produce company that everyone used at the look, beginning of quarantine? Look at Ugly the, produce look at, or whatever. Ugly veggies. Look at the second yeah. one. Is opening. I want to know who it is that uh, Travis has a crush on from the the, the mean, Band-Aid. It's like, I, wow. I think it's somebody who like washed Sh- through frames. Shouldn't once. this Band-Aid no, be she... a little fancier? Thinking he's like, 
<laughs> There's jewels on it. No, like the nice fancy band aids won't stick to his gross incest. Like fingers. some they just fall Swarovski band aid. Okay, he's a prince of princess. Princess Anne is who I'm thinking of. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the daughter. But the is it right? the last casting? Princess Anne is cool. She's pretty. you mean the daughter? Cool. Yeah, Prince Charles' that- sister. Charles' sister. Yes. Yes, oh, yes, yes. yes. The last oh my one? God, so hot. I'm into her. And I yeah. think Princess Anne is gay, right? Like in reality. Oh. Like I feel like it it's it feels like she's gay in the show. Oh wait. And is closeted. this one thinking of? I don't know. This has been a tangent. I forced you to keep going and I haven't brought anything to the table. No. <laughs> hey. Hey, as long as you admit it. All right. Um <laughs> I'm so, well, I don't know. I, I, I want to wrap up, but only because I said that we would. And also I want to check, check on my computer, but I do also want to give you an opportunity to plug anything you want. Not, it doesn't have to be your stuff. It could be your stuff though. Um, follow me on Instagram. Cause I want to be able to do swipe up. Uh, <laughs> and I can't do the swipe up. What? Um, you have to be at 10,000 followers. I know me up. too. I need it, people to follow to do, me on Instagram. To add a link. Yes. Yeah. You have to do link in bio. Yeah. I had no idea. I've been, yeah, that's privilege. I've been, I've been abusing it. <laughs> I've been, privilege. oh, you, you don't know because I've been stuck at just below 7K. And I'm like, if it takes me so long to reach this last 100 people to get to 7K, how am I going to make it to 10K? And when am I going to be able to link the dumb shit I watch on YouTube so that everyone mm-hmm. can just click into it? Ugh, I hate it. I'm, I'm in campaigning okay, so too to get my followers. I just Vero want to Vedetta, link. It's V E R O V. Veronica Sorio V. Veronica Sorio V. You know her. She's linked in my stories. And Travis, what's your Instagram handle? Just Travis Helwig. It's H E L W I G. Please and follow mine him. O S O R I O R I O. I didn't. Yeah. I feel like he's you, been drinking the baby's blood. That was my initial. That was my original. Wow. Yeah, I remember these things. That's crazy. We, See, we've been following. Who's the sex we creep we're, now? We're yeah. friends for a long time, even though we haven't been like in a friendship. It's like now we're well, in a friendship. It's as I if. think we're all more friends now, but you said friends in New York. And I was like, I, we've seen it. We saw each other in New York, but we didn't was, like hang look, out. Look, I was ever. drunk a lot. <laughs> Is that true? Mm-hmm. I feel like the so first time I met you, friends. you were you were in a fight with someone and I talked yeah. to you in, while you were fighting with them yeah, at a party. Want all of us to <laughs> totally. see the original Princess Anne, how hot she actually is. Let's just click on that link. That's a great link to click on. I'm going to click on it right fucking now. I can't get my cursor back. Yeah. Skylar, give me my cursor. <laughs> She's hot. I take hot. it back. Princess Anne is hot. Okay, great. Yeah, and she was like, and that, I think she was fucking oh, Camilla's husband. Sure. Yeah. She's, oh, yeah. She's like friends with. Yeah, totally. Her and her, her and her brother were fucking different parts of the same marriage, which I My thought was My brother cool. and I did that once. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God the Truman Show isn't the weirdest thing they got said. Never will be on this show. And my brother had a girlfriend and I had a boyfriend and we each broke up with them um, or they broke up with us or and then they started dating. And we were like, they're sharing notes about this is incestuous somehow. I We don't know how, yeah. but this is not OK. And wow, yeah, that's incredible. It's happened. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. So now thank you, you know guys for having me. me. There's always I'm gl- now I am glad we stayed longer. Well, now we have to stay longer because you just said goodbye. So we're going to stay another 20 minutes. <laughs> motherfucker. I feel bad. I didn't have anything. I do think that this was, this went much hornier than I thought it was going to be. It's for like Star Trek. Star Trek. It always podcast. does. It's, this is the Treks in the city. This is, we bring the Samantha. And Star Trek is always hornier than you would think. Best. Yeah. That's the guest I really want is Kim Cattrall. That's my that would dream. Be cool. Do you think Kim Cattrall is think she's ever as seen? horny as, Sam- as Samantha? Who cares? She's married to an upright bassist, which we have that in common. So I, that's all I need. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we're both like. Oh, have you guys seen her in the background? Scatting, scatting video? Yes, we've seen it. Yes. Beautiful. Uh, Beautiful scatting. <laughs> do you guys, do you, have you guys watched the Charlie Sheen interviews lately? Because I've been, no. that's my 2020 entertainment. And baby, it never <laughs> fails. It just like keeps getting good. <laughs> 
<laughs> by winning Ooh, is the best thing that, that may have happened in all of history. Okay, let me. Are we going to watch a Charlie Sheen? <laughs> Tiger's blood, baby's blood that I drink. I'm just watching this video. This Why don't you share it with us? <laughs> we can't just watch a video She's just on screaming. a podcast alone. Oh, the uh, scatting video? No, yeah. no, no. Bottle's we not right. The... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Oh, my God, guys. This was very fun. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's on it, and he plays the upright bass. And he allows it because he has no UJ, choice. Maybe we are demons. Maybe we are like chi- like if that's what people think Hollywood is, they probably right. We're probably demons. <laughs> How can we not? You're fucking oh. your brother. You're- what a good memoir <laughs> title or something for you, Travis. Probably maybe. demons. Yeah, maybe, maybe like we're demons. Like, maybe we're demons. With like, and then the scribbled on like the little horns. And then two photos, two comparison photo. photos, one close by and one next to the frame, the, <laughs> the Joshua tree. <laughs> a medium oh, man. Just a medium man with a big butt for TikTok. Yeah, man. <laughs> Good for you. Um, well, I like big butts and I can't lie. And I love you, Travis Helwig. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me and letting and introducing me to such a joyful television show with oh, such horny people. Oh, that's what we love to hear. Oh, Come back anytime. You. Are you going to watch it? Are you think, do you think you're going to get dive into it a little more? Through your lifetime? I, I, would, wa- I would watch it now. I'm not going to watch it today, if I'm being honest. I got shit to do. I want to watch that documentary about the villages. <laughs> Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. I want to see that too. That sounds <laughs> but amazing. What is, it, what is that? I, it's old people who live in a retirement community and do a lot of drugs and have sex with each other. Got it. Amazing. That's what Jose but made me I will. I loved Star Trek. I really did. I was very. Wow. He said, I love Star Trek just it. like that. He did. Yeah, uh, you heard it here first. We can use that as a pull quote. That's pretty cool. Um, I hope you do. I, if you don't want to watch, just like dive into all of it, which would be cool. I mean, if you enjoy it, um, you can just Google like the top 20 best episodes and just go there because just go there. There's like really, really amazing ones. And half of sci-fi and half of the movies that come yeah. like that have come out after like 89, they all touch on things that they did here first. It's crazy. So it's like so many references you're going to suddenly get like, what the fuck? It's cool. Cool. The Prime Directive is bullshit. Okay, yes. And you'll see it, how they all feel over it. All right, Travis, this was okay. nice. I'm glad that we've, we've continued for so long. <laughs> we just continue to continue. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.